Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Music Friday. I am your host, Aaron Smale. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to, as usual, thank everyone who's listened to the podcast thus far and thank everyone for the feedback and encouragement I've received since starting this podcasting journey. On today's episode, I'm pleased to welcome my friend Ashley, whom I recently had the pleasure of interviewing over Zoom on today's topic of movie musicals. Before we get to the interview, I wanted to highlight some of the types of movie musicals we chatted about and a bit of background on them. The first type is musical to film adaptations. So these are movie musicals that started as Broadway shows and after a successful run was turned into a movie, sometimes starring those who were in the Broadway production, but not always. Sometimes the movie wasn't made until many years later. Examples of musical to film adaptations include Funny Face, The Sound of Music, West Side Story, The Music Man, Fiddler on the Roof, Cabaret, Grease, Sweeney Todd, and Chicago, just to name a few. Now there are also film-to-stage musical adaptations, important to mention not because they became stage shows, but because they started as musical films. Examples include An American in Paris, Singing in the Rain, Sweet Charity, 42nd Street, Billy Elliot, The Lion King, Mamma Mia, Newsies, Aladdin, and Kinky Boots. Again, just to name a few. All massively popular musicals, either on stage or on the screen, and it's worthwhile to note that as far as film music goes, movie musicals have given us some of the most wonderful musical moments in cinema. Here are a few that speak, or rather sing, for themselves. Come on with the rain, I've a smile on my face. I walk down the lane with a happy refrain, just singing, singing in the rain. Shameless music that'll grab your son, your daughter, with the arms of a jungle animal instinct, Masteria. Friends, the idle brain is the devil's playground. Trouble! Right here in River City. With a capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. We've surely got trouble. Right here in River City. Gotta figure out a way to keep the young ones moral after school. Allowed to rain on my parade. If I were a rich man, 
What's unique is that they rely on the music to help tell the story and how the characters are feeling. Not much different from your average film score, but the key here, of course, is that there are lyrics and that the characters sing their way through the story. Now I could go on alone and soak up more of the limelight in true Broadway fashion, but I don't think I will. Here's the interview I conducted recently with my friend Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Christmas break, which is my favorite. Right, absolutely. (laughs) For sure. If I could just ask you to uh, introduce yourself, that'd be wonderful. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm Ashley. Um, I am a fourth year student uh, in the Department of Theater, specifically studying arts marketing and communications, a very interesting niche. Um, And I am a lifelong musical theater and movie musical lover. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. That's great. Um, and that's at the University of Victoria, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Did I not plug that? Okay, yeah. No, the no, University of Victoria. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. First question I'd like to ask, or first uh, thing I'd like to uh, discuss, mm-hmm. what are some of your favorite movie musicals? <sighs> okay, yeah, I was compiling a list. Um, <laughs> I think there's so many that I love across, you know, all, all the, the different times and ages but um the ones that stood out to me were the ones that were kind of my formative musicals the ones that I grew up with for sure so first one uh was the Wizard of Oz that was like just that was where it started for me Uh, my grandma showed me that movie musical and watching Judy Garland on the screen singing you know Summer Over the Rainbow it just that is the moment that's where it starts um that feeling of joy and also i mean the whole story it's just it's an amazing world and and i don't uh, it's one of the top for me even now and it's just it's so filled with nostalgia um yeah should i should i list off all my different favorite musicals or should i, I mean just, to stick to one we can <laughs> chat about them <laughs> no that's wonderful i love yeah. no i love that um I mean, if you however many you want to mention, the ones that mean the most to you. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'll keep going. Um, <laughs> okay, I love uh, the Sound of Music, um, Singing in the Rain. Uh, you know, anything like 
Rodgers and Hammerstein. It was mm-hmm. like, it was my main guys. <laughs> um, Cole Porter, um, you know, anything goes. Kiss Me Kate. Uh, the list can really go on because I just, I love, I love it so much. I love, ah, it's, it's hard to pick. It's hard to pick. Oh, I know. Them. I know. Yeah. I totally, yeah. Those are, those are all wonderful um, selections. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's because, um, it's because it all started with, you know, my grandma sharing them with me, and those are the ones that she loved, and mm. my parents loved, and so, yeah, it did kind of become that very specific niche of, of that time period, and um, something about just something being classic and iconic, and they all do have a certain feel to them, and certain color schemes, and, and sounds, and feelings, and um, are just gorgeous. They always put me in such a good mood. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah, and th- I think that's, um, you know, my, my next question is going to be, what do you, what is it you love about these musicals? Um, and I think we kind of answered that, obviously, and it's, uh, they really put people in a good mood, and they're a lot of joy and a lot of fun to sit and watch. 100%. Um, when I was thinking about, you know, musicals and why we love them still, um, one of the main critiques that people have about musicals is, oh, they're overly sweet, they're, they're not real life, they're, they're oversaturated, um, but there's a reason for that. Um, and, and they're meant to be, you know, uplifting and over the top and, and a fantasy. And, and they bring that sense of joy. They tap into the human desire to express and feel joy. Um, and thinking about, you know, kind of the time period that I love in particular, and when musicals kind of became very big in the mainstream in the 40s and 50s, that kind of golden era, it's, it's a, it's, there's a reaction to you know, a historical reason of why they also were so successful. It's World War II. It's a time of great darkness and uncertainty. And musicals were this blossoming and and expression of human life that we needed to engage in. And and that's why they're so successful. And that's why I think they're even getting more successful now is because we're back in uncertain times and people just want sweetness. They want good good and happy endings. <laughs> Absolutely. So well said. I yeah, I think I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Um I really think that it's such a big factor in not only their popularity as you know when they come out or when they're when they're in theaters and stuff but how long it's sort of a testament to that is how long they last in this sort of cultural zeitgeist after you know after everybody's kind of gone totally yeah no i mean i think yeah it it started again with like it started with a form of entertainment but it really it's then building on that nostalgia you know it's that initial um enjoyment and experience and and then it's it's there's a second process that happens afterwards when you look back on that feeling and you want to go back and you want to feel that the joy of your favorite song you want to see the dance move you want to i don't know just experience it is is fully present experience um for everyone and it is it's it's truly magical i mean i it's i'm so dorky about it but that <laughs> that's why i'm here that's why i love theater like it's just absolutely it's where it is yeah oh yeah no, and, and just um, going off of that uh, point you made about, um, you know, like our favorite songs, our favorite dance in the movie and stuff like that. Um, I wanted to ask, how do you think the movie versions of, the, of, of musical soundtracks and stuff compare with like either their Broadway counterparts or just other film scores of the time? Oh gosh, so much to unpack there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, movie musical soundtracks are just so unique in that. I mean, 
I guess not really because all, all, all sound music is an expression of, of human emotion. And, um, and, and I, I, there is, there is a distinct difference between watching something, um, on stage in real life and, and on a screen. But I think when it comes to movie musicals, I think there is, it, it does work. There is a translation, um, just because they are so, so bold and such strong um, examples of, of creativity and artistry. Like it, it really, like I, I don't know, but I could be watching something on the screen and bawling my eyes out, or I could be sitting in the theater um, experiencing the same type of emotion. But you know, I think also, one thing to consider is when, you know, Golden Age, again, talking about those types of musicals, is that they were presented on a huge screen and that oh, everyone yeah. was in the house. So it's, it's very similar to a theater experience. And, you know, the beauty of, of movies at that time was it was like, well, you don't have to go to the theater. You could all you could go to the movies. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, no, it's, for it's sure. a similar thing. Yeah. No, yeah, I think I, I totally agree. And, and that was another um, aspect that I think is so wonderful about movie musicals is that, you know, it allows those who can't, who maybe can't afford to go, especially in that, in that time. And even today can't, maybe can't afford to go see the real thing on Broadway or, or, uh, or in the West end or wherever, but they can, you know, go to their local movie theater and, and get a, a different, but like similar enough experience mm -hmm. uh, again. And it, and it all comes down to that joy and that, you know, the power of, of the musical itself. Yeah. And I mean, it must've just been, incredible like I think we take so much for granted I mean well now I think we're doing that less but but before taking so much for granted of, of what it would be like to go to a movie theater um in early days or when it was first you know really starting to blow up um with movie musicals and, and seeing you know Audrey Hepburn on the big screen mm -hmm. and, and it's in your small town it's your it's your community and um I mean I I'm just plugging I I've been going to the or not anymore I've been going to the the movies uh when it was when the theaters were open uh, every week um to see an Audrey Hepburn film and it feels big the experience is so so big on the screen and it's just it's again it, it's 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 making you stop and slow down you cannot mm -hmm. focus on anything else I mean you could if you really wanted to think about what you're going to make for dinner that night <laughs> but really truly you're there and, and you're experiencing um those waves of emotion, those feelings. It's just, it's not like anything else. <laughs> yeah, I think musicals actually do that best in terms of uh, the escapism mm -hmm. and just, you know, forgetting where you are for a moment. That's awesome that you were going to mm -hmm. a movie every week. That's, that's, uh, that's, you know, great that they were putting them on too. Yeah, it was really great. They still had two more movies to show, but then things got <laughs> shut down. So I've been right. just, I, my plan is I'm gonna like, I mean, I had to finish school first, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, still continue that on here at home because it is, it is possible. It's just not as, it's just different, but yeah, but man, I mean, I just want to go back to something you reminded me of, um, just the escapism and the power of, of the music. Um, Hey, I was, uh, I was perusing the um, Playbill website uh, recently because I was really interested in, you know, because there's a lot of movie musicals that are coming. Mm, right, yes. Because I was looking at, you know, musical to film adaptations. Among them are Lin-Manuel Miranda's In the Heights. Right, yes. Which is going to be released uh, next year, I think. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's West Side Story which was supposed to be this year, but was delayed a year, I think. Oh, yeah. um, 
There's going to be a Dear Evan Hansen movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, there's several more in development in the development stage, uh, including a Mean Girls musical, Be More Chill. They're going to make a movie of that. They're doing another South Pacific. Which oh, is hey. Cool. Yep. Okay. I some Rogers and Hammerstein for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's a few Stephen Sondheim musicals coming up as well, including Follies, Gypsy, and <gasps> Merrily We Roll Along. Oh, I love Gypsy. Ah, okay, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, I have to admit, when you first started that lineup, I thought you were going to start with the Ratatouille musical. So oh, wait, really no, no, no. <laughs> I have heard about that, too. So I'm pleasantly um, surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... Oh. But that, that, yeah, that would be pretty incredible. It's, it's yeah. funny because I was thinking of some uh, of uh, the differences between like, like film to musical adaptations are interesting because they had, uh, they often will pull from, either mm -hmm. they'll pull from existing songs and stick them in a, in a, in a, in a musical, mm -hmm. film it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then those will become stage shows, which is uh, a sort of odd twist. Oh is because some, sometimes you can trace the journey of a song going from a, a, an obscure show that got put into a movie that is now back on stage in another form, um, specifically thinking of An American in Paris. Right. Uh, Gene oh. Kelly, and because it's all Gershwin tunes from, you know, from the 20s, 30s, and mm -hmm. then stuck into this 1952 film. And then they made uh, a musical adaptation of that in 2015. Yeah. Um, other movies like Singing in the Rain are just uh, original you know, mm -hmm. movies, musicals, Billy Elliot, original mm -hmm. movie musical, Lion King, Newsies, you know, a bunch like that. So I think it's it's really interesting to see the difference between um, sort of how they each turned out because they're both coming from completely different, you know, avenues. One's, uh, you know, they're both through Hollywood, but one is purely through Hollywood and one has that mm -hmm. stage history to it. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, I think there's even a new... Ver there's even a new avenue of that is what um a lot of like people's favorite movies are being turned into a musical you know like mean girls is now a musical that is now going to be a movie musical yes and uh you know or uh, other things anastasia um which was like an animated movie <laughs> is right. a musical that i i don't know if they're going to turn into a, another movie musical but you know it's, it's could happen anything could happen now it feels like it's it's um you know, it, it's it's just what going with what's popular and and uh, what can be produced on the stage. But it, yeah, it's such a fascinating um, kind of journey to see where different songs can end up or or processes or um, yeah, I don't know. I, I one thing that I always think about is if they're ever gonna make a La La Land musical. Ah uh, yes, that would be interesting. I think so it would do pretty well. Well, it's just I think it'd be good, but for different reasons because. So much about that movie is about the movies and being in the movies. Mm -hmm. um, but um, like, I think they could expand on it in so many different ways with set design and costumes. But it's it'd be it'd be tricky to take on because everyone loves you know Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling and maybe a whole different experience. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's interesting when you look at that actual soundtrack. There's actually only seven songs. Mm, you right. know. Yeah. So it's like not, it's not, and they would have to write more stuff, essentially, to make yeah. it a stage musical. That, that's, seven songs is like one act, kind of, you know, of a big musical. So it's interesting, because um, there's a lot of that movie, and I think what makes it obviously a really wonderful score and a wonderful movie is um, 
how much instrumental stuff that, that there is um, mm -hmm. that contributes to the plot and contributes to their story. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's interesting. I, I think that I think that it could be a really great stage musical if they added to it and if they, you know, um, mm -hmm. not to change anything, but just to uh, expand you know, on the enhance world. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be so cool. And actually, Theater Brain is thinking like, <laughs> It would like kind of similar to an American in Paris. There's so much, um, a big part of the show is dance, which is like, you know, accompaniment with the, the music. Yeah. That's maybe how it would be translated to stage is still maintaining that music, keeping that time, um, but, but bringing in more, more dance as another form of artistry to expand on that world. But then also I would love to see more songs and more, Absolutely. just there's so much more that you could do with that world. Um, oh yeah. Beautiful oh, that's right. Because in American in Paris, there's like that, the 20 minute sort of ballet yeah. to Gershwin's <laughs> piece in American in Paris, which the whole thing is inspired from. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. For sure. I forgot about that aspect. Yeah. Um, I personally would love to see a live version, a live stage version of the movie Rocket Man. <gasps> oh, that I would, would be love so to see well. That. That Wouldn't would be... it? I think it would. That is like, you could, you could show that in Vegas or like, Oh yeah. London, anywhere. That's like the next Mamma Mia. That's like. <laughs> right. I think it could do amazing. And the, the wonderful thing about that movie is, uh, you know, while it may, all the music is existing songs by Elton John uh, and Bernie Taupin, obviously. And I think, um, well, the thing I thought that movie did, that movie musical did really well is that they take his songs from across his whole catalog and then apply them to the situations. Yeah. And that's what musicals are, you know, that's why yeah. I think that's what enabled it to be a musical and not just a sort of musical biopic, you know. 100%. Yeah. Cuz you can totally sing along with it. It's it's awesome. Yeah. No, it's it's <laughs> wicked awesome. It's, it's so good. I mean, yeah, that that's that's even that's a whole other way of creating a show, you know, taking artists and and um frankensteining them into something new and wonderful. Um yeah. I just mentioned it like quickly but but um it brought back memories of like this type of um form of creating musicals is, is Mamma Mia that's kind of how it was created as well they they started with the songs of ABBA and they somehow made a story <laughs> with, <laughs> with with those songs um I guess with with the album with Rocketman of course it, it it's there's another whole layer because it is someone's real life yeah um and that's beautiful but but you know you can also the jukebox musicals patch something together and um create something entirely new and I Mamma Mia is like a deep dark maybe bright obsession of mine <laughs> um and, and and you know they I think Mamma Mia contributes to why musicals are becoming more part of the mainstream again I don't think it's mm. it's the main reason but I think it's part of it because because of the cult following of it that built up over the years like I first watched it when I was eight and was obsessed in theaters. I watched it with like my grandma and all her friends. Um, and it was just like, there's, I could honestly go on so much about why that musical and movie is really good and actually really quite smart. Um, but nice. you know, it built up over the years. People, people loved it and it's tapping again into the nostalgia and into the love and to the, you know, proving to bigger companies, bigger people who are thinking about numbers and oh, we want to produce a musical, blah, blah, um, that there's a real audience for it. There's a huge audience for it. And the momentum is building again, where it's becoming more popular and, and um, accepted that musicals are a big thing. Like, I remember when I was like, maybe 13 or 12, like, liking musicals wasn't exactly the coolest thing on the planet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like, who, like, 
why do you like this stuff? You know, it's not, it's over the top. It's crazy. And, you know, then Glee came out and, and so many right. things that have made it, brought it back into the mainstream, much similar to like, you know, maybe it was in the golden age. It, it, it's more classic uh, part of the, the zeitgeist of the time. It's like, we go to the theater, we go watch movie musicals. Um, and I, I love seeing that. And I hope it just keeps growing and, and building momentum and, you know, nothing too bad, like a cat's the movie musical happens like not too many of those so that they're like we can't do this anymore you know like no. it can just keep going up <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask you next about like you know what what the future holds for musicals and and uh new musicals we like to we're going to be seeing on film and vice versa mm -hmm. um but i think we, we kind of already got there but um mm -hmm. the musical titles i mentioned that are forthcoming aside what do you think the future holds for musicals because you know it's it's 2020 it's going to be 2021 Oh God, and, yeah, you know, you look at like the golden era of Hollywood is getting on like 70, 80 years ago. Yeah. Um, but mm -hmm. so it's interesting to think about, you know, where, where do we think they're, where, where do we think they're going? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to highlight what I think is a cultural moment in, in, in uh, contemporary musical theater, um, which is, I hate to say it, the Ratatouille tip. TikTok musical <laughs> yeah. because and I, this is a little bit like I've been saying there's just, this momentum has been building slowly over the years of people accepting musicals again into the the kind of um mainstream part of what what media we consume today and the Ratatouille musical people people had enough effort and time to decide and I mean that also it's a there's there's historical reasons why that was even possible too with pandemic and uh, sadness um, and out of work theater people. But, um, but people took the time, people who even weren't in theater, who weren't traditionally theater artists, writing songs, creating work. And it's breaking down what we, what we used to think musicals were. And you know, I, I've been saying like, I love classic old world charm, yada, yada, yada. But I also, there's a lot, to not like about the old world and how it's been created, you know, For um, sure. not very diverse is yep. one of the, the factors um, from what's not so great about the golden age. Um, it's, it's older, you know, in theater, we talk about how the audiences are all older, which yeah. is lovely, love patrons, but, but how do we bring newer people into this and how do we create space for everyone and uh, more voices and it's, TikTok is, you know, a place with everyone literally packed in it, and there's been people contributing, and it's breaking down the idea of, oh, it's a hodgepodge old type of musical only for old people. It's like, no, musicals and theater, it's all about creating the now and creating value in, in what we have, and it feels like a new beginning, and, and, and I mean, a more serious example compared to the Ratatouille musical, um, I wish I knew the theater company, but there's this other um, small group of theater artists, um, I think they're like 16, 17 year olds. Um, and Willow, is that what's called? Um, oh, there's a new musical. Anyways, okay. they started on TikTok, like just doing wow. song covers and stuff, but basically they created their own musical on TikTok and eventually got um, approached by like Broadway producers, big Broadway record companies. They made a deal and you know, now they're, it's, it's a real musical and um, it's like number, I think it was like number seven on the the playbill. Like, like it's it. I I can't don't have the full words for it, but it was it's it's doing incredibly well and and having wow. big Broadway stars engage in it. And it's just these these girls. They also have like a YouTube channel. Um, and it's because they put the work in and they created it. And there's the audience there. That's the magic of 
um, social media. It's, it's people are actually engaging and supporting it. And now it's work, the work that's being produced is not just about, you know, uh, an oligarchy of like five old white men in a room going like, yeah, this is acceptable. <laughs> it's about the whole main <laughs> audience and the demographic of people going, I think this is really cool. We can do yeah. something about this. And it's, it's about, you know, it's about activism. It's about everyone joining together and, and advocating for something. Um, which is really, really cool. And I just, I, I'd love to see more of that work happen. And it makes me inspired to be like, hey, maybe I should write a musical. Maybe I should write a play. And like, what, what would happen if we just started putting it out there and people liked it? Like, that's just the beauty of things. So many celebrities nowadays are becoming p famous through like TikTok or, or Instagram or other platforms. And it's just, it, we, we can't see it because it's just so small right now. It's the beginning, but it could, it could grow is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I totally agree. What a wonderful insight. Um, wonderful insight into, um, yeah, the, the crazy times we're living in. And uh, I think especially with social media and with um, how connected we can be to each other these days. And I think despite everything, I think the musical genre is in good hands. Uh, I, I'm excited actually to see what's, what's forthcoming. I think we are getting away from that sort of the, the very executive sort of decision making of 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 things, a little more collective, uh, a little more collective decision making. Um, yeah, no, it, it's a, it. I I really appreciate your optimism. Um, yeah. It's something we obviously something we need much more of these days. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see <laughs> see what happens next. <laughs> and that's the interview. I want to thank Ashley so so much for agreeing to be my first guest on this podcast. I had so much fun chatting with her and gaining some of her insight into the power of movie musicals and why audiences are so drawn to seeing them year after year. I hope you learned something new or perhaps gained more of an appreciation for movie musicals from Ashley as I did. You can follow Ashley on Instagram at Antique Albums, that's Antique underscore Albums, and I'm looking forward to chatting with her about movie musicals again sometime. Before I wrap up here, I would like to mention that this is a sort of mid-season finale, as I'll be going on a month-long break after this. It'll give me some time to brainstorm some exciting new episodes and plan out the rest of this season. That being said, the next new episode will be up on January 15th, 2021. That's January 15th, 2021. And if you have enjoyed these last five episodes, it would mean oh so much to me if you took a minute to either share it on social media, follow on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, or send me some feedback. I'd love to hear from you. I'd like to wish everyone a warm and restful holiday season, whatever that may look like for you and your families, and a joyous new year. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay well, my friends. This has been Film Music Friday, the podcast, and I am your host, Aaron Smale. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.